Hi, so my name is Tracy. I'm the founder of Fruition Fruit Company, and um, I know there's two other podcasts on here. I have no idea what I was talking about, but um, I've decided to kind of, um, I, I realized that when talking about my business, it wasn't the same as talking about shit in my personal life, which I use journaling for, um, and, and like handwriting journal or, 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 you know, typing into my computer. Um, but I realized with my business, I just have so many, so many things, you know, they're coming in my head at a rate of a million a minute right now. And so um, it's hard for me to write about it. I feel like I'm talking about one thing, I get distracted, I want to talk about another thing. And, um, I realized that sometimes in my work, I can see how that's that's a good thing. I'm super ADHD and it hasn't played out really well for me in a lot of life decisions. Um, not that I, you know, I mean, I'm fine. But like, I'm saying like the ADHD has hindered me, I feel like in, in some life decisions. But as far as work goes, um, work that I care about, work that I'm actually interested in, um, such as this company, it's it's been um, an asset in a lot of ways. And, and uh I hear a lot of uh, people who are business owners or leaders say that, but I don't really, I never really understood how until I started my own company. And, and um, I realized that it's because switching gears and switching tasks, like you're always working in a place where you realize you're, I mean, your time is money, right? And so you should always be doing the most important thing, right? And so sometimes that switches from, that switches a lot throughout the day. And if you just keep doing the less important thing so you can finish that, and, and you ignore the, the more important thing, then maybe when you go back to the more important thing, then maybe that, that opportunity has passed. You see what I'm saying? So uh, innovation, um, moving fast, switching gears, um, that's really important in business. And I feel like uh, with ADHD um, in life, sometimes, you know, things require strenuous long-term focus. And uh, I mean, a lot of work that requires that too, but certainly starting um, my business, I've realized that, you know, that's how I need to operate is basically uh, having my attention on one thing and immediately being like my intuition, like being fine tuned to noticing, okay, something else is more important. Boom. You know, put this on pause or just abandon it, you know? And that's another thing is I'm, I understand when people say they, they uh, are good with failure, failure, what that means to me, another way of saying that, um, that makes, uh, I don't know. It's more intuitive to me and and, and more um, uh, re- resonates resonates more with me is uh, uh, learning how to you know take your L's and, and and abandon you know things without remorse, without being down about it. You know, um, as somebody who uh, fucked up a lot in school, turned just you know got bad grades because I would always turn things in late, even though they were high quality. You know, like that happened all the time. That was such. An annoying thing that happened to me all the time when I'm, you know, I'm still in school, but when I'm in classes or whatever, and um, I just I miss deadlines, and then I do things, I turn things one or two days late, and I get two two whole letter grades dropped from the assignment just because, you know, the only penalty is that it was turned in late, and that's very very common. Um, so I think just through being a student, I've learned how to negotiate. I've learned how to talk to teachers about, you know, oh, I know this assignment is late, but please look at it and review it. And if it's high quality, please consider, um, you know, not taking out as much of a penalty as is in the syllabus, you know, kind of a thing. Like, so um, that's what I mean when I say, oh, um, I feel like my ADHD is an asset in business is because um, 
these are just negotiating and <laughs> negotiating and moving fast and being impulsive and all these things. They're just things that I, I do naturally and they've actually been um I don't know. They've been, they've been bad for me or these traits have gotten me uh, punished, I think, in, in real in in life a lot of the time. But I knew when I considered a career choice that business would be one that was appropriate for me because I love to move fast and I want to make money. And I had so many qualms with that when I first started thinking about it. But um, <clears throat> I realized, you know, me being who I am, I know that. Um, and And listen, if you're somebody who thinks that there's no good rich person in the world at all, that's not possible then I guess there's nothing I can say to that. There's nothing I can I can attest, I can say to attest to uh, to uh, defend. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. There's nothing I can say to def- uh, to defend my belief um, if I'm supposed to be countering that. I can't counter that. You see what I'm saying? Like um, if you're the person who believes that oh no, rich people can be good, then there's nothing I can say. But um, I never really believed that. Even though I'm progressive, leftist, um, I believe that we should tax rich people heavily. I believe that we should redistribute wealth as fuck. But like, um, I still think that there are, you know, um, you know, I'm saying like, okay, somebody who enjoys flipping burgers, right? That's your job, that's the job you want. Yeah, somebody who flips burgers, somebody who works at a burger restaurant um, should be able to provide for their family, buy a house. You know, like there's no reason why um, this income inequity is happening in in America, in our America. But, you know, Jeff Bezos is over here hoarding his shit. And, you know, like I get that um, energy and and I relate to that and I feel that and I'm on the team that thinks that, you know, we should tax the fuck out of Jeff Bezos. We should tax the fuck out of the whatever they're called, the Waltons or whatever, the people who own Walmart. Um, But at the same time, like, do I think that those people, that the owners of restaurants, that those people shouldn't exist? No, I'm a capitalist. At the end of the day, I'm still a capitalist, but I believe in like a more social, um, socialistic democratic, you know, form of capitalism. But at the end of the day, I'm still a capitalist and that's just me. I've done a lot of thinking about it, um, you know, and as far as the social issues, racial issues, I'm all the way on the progressive side. I believe in fucking reparations. I believe in everything. And I think if you have money, then you need to be, you need to be contributing. Otherwise you're fucking going to hell or if there is a hell you're going there that's what i believe that's me um personally but um you know uh like i said i am still a capitalist i just think it's i don't know i just love uh novelty and innovation and and moving forward and getting better and i feel like in a society where there was no you know where it's not even that there's no room for innovation but that almost like if you want to be innovative or if you want to be making money then it's kind of like discouraged then what's you know what's driving people to do shit and i'm not saying that what's and this is why i think that it what what we're experiencing right now is too far extreme is it's it's too far in the extreme of um 
of benefiting rich people and benefiting employers and benefiting owners and whatever, you know what I'm saying, or, or super rich people is, um, as I was saying, like, I feel like it's benefiting them too much right now because people who are not doing that do not have enough to really have a solid livelihood a lot of the time and that's fucked up and we shouldn't do that there's no reason why you know you know one person you know if you're rich then your baby showers are more exciting to people your wedding is bigger at bigger events you know like that's fucked up and we shouldn't you know basically what i'm saying is money shouldn't be so big you know in our society but it is right now because there are a lot of people who don't have it um and uh, so I think in a way where, you know, money is not so uh, chased after in an in, in in ideal society for me and an ideal American society, because listen, timeliness is very important. We can talk about an ideal society in, you know, an ideal society 50 years ago would not be ideal for today. An ideal society, you know, and I'm not just talking about anything. I'm talking about things that we, you know, just, I don't even want to get into meaning or reasons or whatever, but this fact is right now here we are we're in our society we're in our world right now climate change um wealth inequality inequal access to health all these other things like um and i'm thinking what would it look like if things were ideal today and what would it look like if things were ideal maybe in my lifetime is what i'm arguing for i think the ac just turned on um I'm I'm still a capitalist, but like I'm saying like it shouldn't matter that fucking much. Like if I know if people had their basic needs met, they wouldn't care not uh, that much. And listen, that's this is like a uh, I wish I I had had receipts pulled up before I started this podcast, but it was really just heat of the moment kind of a thing. Um but like there's a study, I think multiple studies done about happiness and how, you know, jumping from where your your basic needs are not fully met to when your basic needs are met there's a huge you know and sometimes that's money that's holding you back from not having your basic needs met like let's just be real right so going from the level where you're not really struggling from where you're struggling to when you're not struggling and i don't mean rich i just mean not struggling um there is an increase in happiness for there for people who were born into circumstances where they were just struggling and then they got to a point where they were no longer struggling there's a leap in happiness there but for somebody who either was born not struggling born with all their needs met or um you know then they they've had their needs met for a long time and then they went to being ultra rich or being having a lot more money there's not a huge change in happiness level and people expect this huge change in happiness. And sometimes that expectation, uh, sometimes that disappointment is what leads to their greater unhappiness than they were, than where they were at before, right? Um, but anyway, point is like, I just want it to be a given that people are at the level where their basic needs are met. But I think we can do even better than that and still have room for people to strive and achieve and, and do innovative shit. Like there's always going to be people like me, I think in every society, people who just want to do better because we want to do better. Like that's it. It's about improvement. It's not about um, climbing out of any hole or anything. I'm somebody who really does get joy out of those little things that people don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like I get, I get, um, um, I get a, uh, 
I don't know what the word I'm looking for what I'm looking for is, but like I just um by the way, I'm not this is me off the coffee. This is me off the Adderall. When I take Adderall and coffee, I'm so much more um eloquent and I'm a slower speaker and I'm more thought I mean I am thoughtful right now, you see, but it's like I'm thoughtful in the way where I'm in my ADHD brain and when I take Adderall, I'm I guess I'm in a more normal brain, which by the way, I it's so boring to me. <laughs> I hate it. I can't do it. I would so much rather be like this. And I know that sounds like a crazy person being like, okay, I'd rather be crazy, but I don't know. I just, it's not the right. I mean, taking Adderall, sometimes I need to, if I'm going to be doing like a lot of housework in one day and I just can't stand like, you know, I'm like, I can't do this. I can't live in this mess, you know, but like, so then I need to clean it and I need to do it and I can't space it out over several days, um, which would be the case if I wasn't on Adderall. So then I'll just take an Adderall and clean. But like, which by the way, Adderall is a form of speed and the doctor tells you that. My doctors, <clears throat> my psychiatrist, my regular doctor, they're like, this is basically like speed. Um, but I guess with my brain, it kind of uh, calms me down more than, because my natural, I guess I could, I guess I just have crackhead energy is probably the way I would describe it is my natural way of being is kind of like free spirit, uh, unwieldy crackhead. 